Yo, have you heard of LinkedIn Learning? If you haven't, LinkedIn Learning is an American massive open online course provider. It provides video courses taught by industry experts in a variety of subjects. Now, why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because Living Corporate is in partnership with LinkedIn Learning to provide diversity, equity, and inclusion courses. Listen, if you're trying to be a better ally, you want to understand better diversity, equity, inclusion strategies, or you just want to learn how to be a better leader, you got to check out the courses on LinkedIn Learning. So check it out. You can do it one of two ways. You can click the link in the show notes or you go to LinkedIn Learning and you search Living Corporate again link in the show notes or go to LinkedIn Learning and search Living Corporate. I'll see you over there. Hello, 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 everybody, and thank you for joining us tonight on The Access Point. Um, Today, we're going to talk a little bit about career goal setting and planning. Um, But before we get started, I want to make sure that we sort of uh, open up the floor and talk a little bit about Living Corporate itself. So, So Living Corporate is a writing and podcasting platform dedicated to exploring and celebrating underrepresented identities in corporate America. We are early to mid-career consultants who came together based on our shared desire to have frank conversations about the way we exist, survive, and succeed in corporate spaces. As a collective, we represent a broad spectrum of beliefs, cultures, and identities, and we know that our differences have shaped our perspectives and experiences in corporate America. Uh, We want to engage with other voices that often go unheard and have our conversations out loud. Living Corporate is for anyone who wants to have these conversations with us and push the needle forward on how we can create and sustain spaces that reflect true inclusiveness. Now, what you're here for is the access point. Now, the access point is something a little bit different, right? The access point is part of the Living Corporate Network. Um, It's a weekly web show where we strive to bring y'all real talk that will prepare you for the workforce. While our content is for everyone, we're focused on preparing black and brown college students for the future of work. And every week, what we tend to have incredible guests. Today, we don't have a guest, um, but we tend to have incredible guests to help us in discussing the topic at hand. So like I said before, today we're going to talk a little bit about career goal setting and planning. But the first thing that we want to talk about is why career planning is necessary, right? What what makes it important? Um, So when I started my career, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, right? So when I started my career, I didn't really have a goal um, of what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go. And so what ended up happening is I really just started um, you know, applying to any and every role um, that, that, I, that even looked remotely interesting to me. Now, that is not a career plan by any, by any means, right? Um, career planning is necessary, especially nowadays, because it career planning is a tool that helps you really get focused on where you want to go, right? And when you get focused on where you want to go, you can then develop a plan on how to get there instead of flailing your arms, applying to every single job, not really having a job search strategy. And so career planning looks different 
for a lot of different people here, right? Um, there's there's tons of different ways to go through career planning. Now there's short-term career planning and there's long-term career planning. And really it's the actions that you can take to achieve whatever goal you have. And so when we're setting goals, um, there's a couple of different ways to do this. And one of, the, one of the ways that often you hear is setting SMART goals, right? And so um, many of us have heard of SMART goals. We've heard of, you know, making sure that our goals are specific, measurable, act, uh, actionable or attainable, relevant, and time-bound. And there's a reason that people give you uh, that acronym is because this is actually a proven method that really helps you sort of, you know, flesh out your goals and really understand what you're trying to achieve. When we're talking about SMART goals, right? Um, like I said before, that stands for, for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. So you want your goal to be very specific in nature. So maybe that is, I want to become a project manager, right? When we come to, when it comes to career goals, that's what my specific goal is. Great. Now, do we want to become a project manager in a certain industry, right? How can we get a little bit more specific in that? So maybe we want to become a project manager in the tech industry. That gives us a little bit more specificity, which means we can then narrow down the type of companies that we want to target inside of this, right? Now the next thing is that it needs to be measurable. Um, now, when we're setting when we're setting career goals, sometimes this is a little difficult when it comes to the measurability piece. But um, there could be goals. The measurable goal here, or the measurable part of the goal here, could be the number of uh, jobs that you apply for for that project management role, or it could be the number of contacts you make at a company um, that you want to work at to get into that project management space, right? So we could really set some numbers around either one of those to make this goal measurable in some way, shape, or form to know that you're actually making progress towards that goal. Um, the other goal is that we want to make sure that it's the other part of the goal is that we want to make sure it's attainable, right? It's something that's achievable for us. <clears throat> and when we when we look at achievable, right, um, we really want our goals to be real realistic and attainable uh, so we can actually have a degree of success, right? In other words, these goals should stretch your abilities but still remain possible. So when you set an achievable goal, you may be able to identify previously overlooked opportunities or resources that could bring you closer to it, right? So an achievable goal will usually answer questions like, how can I accomplish this goal? Or how realistic is this goal based on other constraints such as financial factors or education or certifications, right? So maybe one of the things is, you can't get into project management without having your project management, um, you know, professional certification. So maybe this goal may not be achievable, or maybe that's something you need to include inside of the goal to make it a little bit more attainable, right? The other thing is that we want it to be relevant. Um, when we're setting goals, it's about ensuring that the goal matters to you and that it's aligned with other relevant goals in your life. Um, you know, we all need support and assistance in achieving our goals, but it's important to retain control over them. So we have to make sure that our plans drive everyone forward and, and that we're still responsible for achieving our own goals. So when we talk about things being relevant, there's some things you might want to ask yourself, right? Does this seem worthwhile? Is this the right time for me? Because sometimes we start to set goals and this isn't actually the right time for us to, to really get there, right? Um, 
does this match our other efforts or needs, right? Is this in alignment with where we're currently at? Um, is this sort of applicable to the current environment, right? So if I'm going for a project management role in tech, but the industry is not really looking for that, then the goal is not really relevant, right? So we need to do a little bit of research um, uh, and we need to make sure that we are focused on um, making sure that this goal is coming or we're setting this goal at the right time for ourselves, right? The other thing, and I think this is actually the most important part of a SMART goal, is actually making it time-bound, time which is the T part, right? Every goal needs a target date. So you can have a deadline to focus on and something to work towards, right? The, the, this part of the SMART goal criteria helps prevent everyday tasks from taking priority over your long-term goals, right? So when we're thinking about time-bound time goals, you always wanna answer questions like when, what can I do in the next six months? What can I do in the next six weeks, right? What can I do today? Um, and, and really try to put some constraints around this because now you can better understand how much time you have to actually achieve that goal. Um, and you can then work backwards on the things that you need to do. Right. So I wanted to make sure that we talked about those smart goals, because when you're inside of corporate America, that's something that you're typically going to hear a lot, both in the, the career planning and, and uh, assessment work that you do inside of your position. But this is something that you can absolutely utilize for your own career planning. Tiffany asked the question, are there places you can look to for guidance? when setting goals? Ooh, this is a really, really good question, uh, Tiffany. Um, yeah, so specifically for, so there's a couple of different places you can look for guidance, right? So specifically when you're talking to, when I'm talking to college students, you might wanna work with your, your current advisor, right? To talk a little bit about what your career is. Maybe you could potentially go to a career services center and talk to them about that too, um, to really understand what it is that you may need or what skills you may need to develop to try and actually attain whatever that career goal is, right? Um, the other place is if you have any mentors in your life, um, you can look to them to sort of help guide you in setting some of these goals um, and how to set them properly, because most of them are mentors for a reason, right? They've been able to achieve some things in their lives. They've had um, they've had these experiences and they've probably set some of these goals themselves. So I think looking to those people in your life can absolutely uh, absolutely help you. Now the other thing is there's tons of resources online that help you uh, also really just sort of understand the um, the process of goal setting here. But typically what I'd also say is, if you're having struggles setting those goals yourself, you're probably gonna wanna look to a person. So even if you're outside of the collegiate space, maybe it's getting in contact with a career coach um, that can help you figure out, number one, exactly what you wanna do, and then number two, develop the actual strategic plan to help you get to where you're trying to go, right? So I typically like to talk to people most times when setting goals because sometimes when we try to do that on our own, uh, we start to get in our head quite a bit, <laughs> right? Um, we start we start to really just um, get into a cycle that, and we don't often end up setting, um, setting the goal correctly, or we set it loosely, and we don't have any progress to work towards it, right? Now, 
We've talked about SMART goals, right? SMART goals help you develop what I like to call um, this sort of outcome goal, right? It's the big goal that you want to achieve. But what is really imperative when you're trying to actually achieve that goal is that you break that goal down into what I like to call performance goals and process goals, right? Um, so, so what I mean by that, your outcome goal is the overall accomplishment you want to achieve, right? And then your performance goals outline the manner in which you'll measure your progress, right? So let's just say you we want to stick with that idea of becoming a project manager in the tech industry. So one of the performance goals you could have would be to get your project management professional certification or to get your scrum master certification because that's a form of project management methodology that they utilize inside of software development and tech spaces, right? So that could be a performance goal. Now, if we take that performance goal, we then want to break it down into what I call process goals. Um, and these process goals highlight the way you'll go about achieving that performance goal, right? So, so that performance goal we said is to get your project management professional certification or your scrum master certification. So maybe one of your process goals is to research organizations that certify in those things. And then the other process goal uh, attached to that would be to sign up for one of the classes before you actually go and get uh, take the test to get your certification, right? So now you have some actual actionable steps that you can take that will get you closer to that project management professional, um, or excuse me, that project management position inside of the tech industry, right? Um, there could be another performance goal. Maybe that performance goal is to develop some project management um, experience. So if you wanna get some project management experience, one of your process goals may be able, maybe reach out to um, some startups inside of the tech industry to see if you can consult on projects. Boom. Now that's a process goal that helps you get some of the experience, which then will help you with that outcome goal of getting into a project management role in the tech industry. Right. So when I talk about goals, I don't talk about just setting that overall outcome goal. That is absolutely necessary. But then we need to break that down into smaller subsections that can really help you get to that goal. Because oftentimes we, we get these big lofty goals, but we don't have the process on how to achieve them. So, you know, breaking those down can make it a lot easier to understand, um, especially after you set that SMART goal, right? We know we have, let's just say eight months to get this project management position inside of the tech industry. Um, and you know that three months of that's going to be spent on getting your Scrum Master certification. Another two months is going to be spent on getting some experience. You want to take some time then to build your resume and your LinkedIn and start applying to those roles and networking so you can actually land referrals to get there. Boom, right? That is sort of how you want to break down those goals to actually then get to that outcome goal. Now, this is just an example, right? Um, this is an example of how you do career planning um, in the sense of trying to achieve a certain position. Now, on the flip side, sometimes you're doing career planning inside of a company or organization, right? When we do our performance management reviews, we're often, we're often setting goals 
um, with our boss. And we all, when we're setting goals inside of a position, um, there's an acronym that I like to use um, that I actually found from a thread on Twitter, to be honest, um, and it's called RIM, right? And when we, when we think about this RIM acronym, it stands for um, relevant, impactful, and measurable, right? Um, and so when we're inside of companies, we want to make sure the goal is relevant, the goal that we're setting for our performance management is relevant to both your personal and professional goals, right? So yes, you want your goal to be relevant to what the company is looking for, but you also want to make sure you're always getting something out of the deal. So maybe your company will pay for a certification that will not only help them out, but will also raise your value on the market when you start looking for a new raise. Maybe you can gain more exposure to leaders in different parts of the business by participating on a different project team or, you know, that will help you ultimately get that promotion or raise that you want. The I, like I said, stands for impactful. So you want the goal to be impactful for the business, which requires you to take the time to understand the overall team, the department, and company goals to better understand how your goals will have a direct impact there. Um, you know, you want to understand, are your goals going to create efficiencies, right? Um, is it going to increase productivity? Will it streamline compliance, which will eliminate some fees and fines, right? Will your actions help increase enrollment or sales? Really understanding how that goal is going to impact the company is going to be very imperative. And then the last thing is the M, it's measurable, which is the same thing as that SMART goal. Because in business, if you can't quantify that impact, then it's like it never existed, right? So you want to ensure that it's either, there's either a method in place to capture the data and metrics that you need or that you create one. Um, and if you create one, you want to speak to your boss on what metrics they believe are most important to capture and the most efficient and effective ways to do so. Right. So when you're inside of a company and you focus on that RIM uh, acronym when you're setting goals, what it really allows you to do is it allows you to find the intersection of what the company needs and what you provide. And the intersection of that is what you can do for the company. Right. That's sort of what your unique value proposition is to them. And that is a really great way to start setting some of those performance management goals to make sure that you are doing things that put you in a position to either get that raise or to get that promotion. Ah, Tiffany asked another really, really good question. Um, she asked, how do you stay on track with, uh, with your goals when life gets wild? This is an amazing question, Tiffany, because um, as we know, last year, I'm sure many of us started off 2020 with our New Year's resolutions, our career goals, um, other goals inside of our lives, and then boom, a pandemic happened, right? Um, so there's a couple ways that um, I like to make sure I stay on track with my goals. Number one, I always try to write my goals down. Right. It, all, all too often we try to let our goals live up here. And that is not a really great way to to do that. When we write it down, there's something about putting that on the piece of paper that makes it much more tangible and a real number one. Number two, 
I always like to communicate my goals to someone, right? Uh, maybe it's an accountability partner. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe you got a coach and you talk to them about your goals. Because at the end of the day, these people can help keep you on track with some of those things, right? Maybe it's a friend. Maybe you guys both share your goals and you, you set some check-in times with your friends so you guys can stay accountable to what's going on, right? Um, I think that's a, another really great way um, to make sure that you stay on track with those goals. Now, number three, I think the other way to stay on track is what we previously talked about, right? We set those SMART goals, but then we set up those the process on how we achieve that, right? If you don't ever set up those, those um, performance and process goals, that, that really big goal starts to become it feels unachievable, right? It feels unattainable. But when you have the small incremental process goals, you can literally see the progress. And as you see that progress, it will actually help you stay on track. But the other thing that we need to be mindful of here is that goals are not something that's stagnant, right? Goals are things that should be revisited often and revised based on your current situation. Right. When we set goals at the beginning of January 2020, the situation and the circumstances upon which we set those goals were completely different than April 2020 when we ended up in a pandemic. Right. Which means that we, um, you know, once we had the time and we fully processed what was going on with the pandemic, we should be going back and saying, OK, let me look at my goal and see, is it still relevant? Is the time that I put on there still actually something that's achievable or does that need to be adjusted, right? Um, are they still offering the courses that I need to take to be uh, to be able to actually achieve this goal, right? And I think that's, the, that's where a lot of people get caught up, Tiffany. Um, so I really appreciate you asking this question. People get caught up because they feel like goals are absolutely stagnant. Once you make them, you cannot change them. And when we get into that mindset, we often then get into another mindset, which is a defeatist mindset, right? The moment you do not do something to towards that goal, you then start to throw the entire goal away, or you then start to slack off even more. And so I think it's also having the mindset that goals should be flexible and they should change as time progresses because our mindset changes, um, what we actually want changes. And sometimes you'll set a goal and you'll realize you set the wrong goal. That's not actually what you want to achieve. And that's completely okay. Those things mean that you are getting to a point of clarity in what you want and that you just need to adjust your plan to get the get to where you actually want to go. So I really appreciate that question because I think that's something that is really hard for a lot of people is really sticking and staying on track with the goals. But I think when you break them down, you sort of see that progress, you write it down, you have some type of accountability partners, whether that be a coach, a friend, a mentor, your boss, whoever it is that can help you stick to some of those goals. I think that is those are recipes for success when it comes to actually achieving them. Right. So. What have we talked about so far, right? We talked about the importance of finding or setting career goals because it gives you that focus. It gives you a direction on where you want to go, which means that now you can tailor everything that you're doing towards that. And what I mean when I say everything, I mean your resumes, your cover letters, your LinkedIn's, right? You can then start to develop the plan on certifications and educations and training and all of that stuff that you may need. 
We talked about setting SMART goals, making sure they're specific, measurable, attainable, uh, relevant, and time-bound, right? I also talked about setting goals inside of your performance management process, talking about it being relevant, impactful, and measurable, right? Really figuring out that intersection of what, you know, that intersection of, um, you know, what the company needs and what you can provide being what you can do for the company, that unique value proposition that's going to help you actually, uh, you know, get to that, get that raise or get that promotion. I mean, then we talked a little bit about staying on track with these goals. Now, one of the things that I'll, I'll circle back around to, um, it's really hard to set goals around your career when you don't necessarily know what you want to do. Right. Um, I think that's one of the things, especially for this audience, if you're if you're in college or maybe you're a, a new professional inside of the space, um, we don't always have a direction on where we want to go. Right. We majored in something in college and maybe we we're going down that route or maybe we're not. Um, but we but at the end of the day, we have to figure out what we want to do. And that always seems to be a really overwhelming task for people because it feels like you have to set these five, 10, 15 year goals that are really far off, that sometimes feel a little intangible, if you will, right? What I often tell people when you're in that particular situation is figure out what you want to do now, right? Just because you're doing it now does not mean that's where you're going to end up 10 years down the road. But figure out what you like to do and want to do now, right? I started my career, um, my first job out of college, doing research for the University of Michigan. As you can tell, I'm no longer inside of the research space. But what I what that did is it's that was what I was very interested in in that moment, and it's also the opportunity that was presented to me. Uh, after that, I was able to then sit down and figure out, okay, where do I want to go, and what skills and expertise do I have already that plays into where I want to go? And then I was able to set goals around what skills do I need to develop to actually get where I want to go. Because there's there's things that you already have from that first experience, and then there's things you need to continue to gain from that experience. But Sometimes when we when we start to think about careers, we're always so focused on the long term, right? 10, 15 years out. And when we when we focus that that far out all the time, things actually become very overwhelming. So I always like to say in those instances, bring your goal setting um, a little bit shorter than that time frame, right? Think about three, six months, a year out. What do you want to be doing right now and during those times, right? Um, and, and I often find that when we when we bring it back down to that level for people, it becomes a little bit easier to talk about some of the things that you want to do rather than things that you feel like you should be doing down the line. Because, because at the end of the day, you don't know where you're going to be 10, 15 years from now. Now, I'm not saying don't set those goals. 10, 15 year, 20 year goals, plans for those are all great. But when we're talking to early, um, early professionals or college students, we've been sort of groomed our entire lives to be thinking 10, 15 years down the road. I um, mean, that's always been, at least for me, let me just say that, and for many of the clients that I've, I've worked with, that's always been a very difficult place to, um, to set goals, um, right? If you are determined that you're going to become a doctor and you know that's exactly what you want to do, great. But I'd often say that's not the majority of us, right? The majority of us are taking the time. We have to take the time to figure 
figure out what we actually want to do. And sometimes we don't get there right away. And that's why I think it's important for us to focus on what we want to do now, because those experiences can continue to build our skill sets. And then we can take an assessment, right? What skills do we currently have and what skills do we need to gain? And when we figure out what skills we need to gain, we can then start setting goals around those and how we can gain them. Right. So maybe you need to gain some managerial experience. So you need to find a role that provides you an opportunity to oversee people. Right. Boom. OK, now I can start to set a smart goal around that and I can put some performance and process goals around it to actually then achieve that. Right. So so I think it's important to really just focus on focus on very the short term goals once you have a little bit more clear direction you can focus on a little bit of those long term goals um, and you can have a little bit better understanding of how the skills you developed are going to really play into that but yeah that's all that i have for you all today make sure to check back in next week um, next week we will have a guest Mike and Brandon are going to be uh, hosting next week, and they're going to be talking about leveraging learning for career growth, how to take advantage of your company's learning opportunities and other learning opportunities to grow as a professional. And they're going to be bringing on uh, Shannon Ashford. Um, and Shannon is a professional. She's an educator. She, she works in, in sort of leadership and diversity consultant. Um, and she's a senior associate director of learning and development at Wake Forest University. So they're, they're going to have this amazing guest on. So make sure to check back in. Thank you for joining, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up there. And we'll talk to you soon.